Get Back to Basics with Judaism 101 with Rabbi Michael Katz. Hi and a good afternoon to you. It's wonderful to be in your company this afternoon. It's 11 minutes past two on this Wednesday afternoon here, a little bit drizzly, a little bit overcast, and perhaps reflective, I guess, of uh, the state of play and the mood that we find ourselves in at the moment. Um, and it possibly was lined up quite prophetically with a little ad or a piece that you heard right before we started the show about uh, with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu saying that Israel is at war. Um, and we know that Israel is at war. And of course, that was immediately preceded by the song Mashiach, Mashiach, Mashiach. And um, we have to, I guess, put those things together in our heads and think about where this is all going, where this is all taking us, what it's really all about from a Jewish point of view. Now, when I walk into a studio like this, um, usually I try to be as prepared as I possibly can to uh, look things up, to read articles, to make sure that I am um, au fait with the topic at hand, with what we're going to be talking about, so that I can do justice to it and give it some kind of a context and presentation on the Jewish attitudes of Judaism 101.9. But I do think that uh, today, number one, I'm underqualified. Number two, I'm underprepared. And number three, I'm in, as you all are, as everybody is, a complete turmoil in my head, in my heart, in my being, about the events, obviously, of the last few days, the horror, the brutality, the um, terrible, terrible things that uh, have been spread on news channels around the world and on Facebook and on your WhatsApp messages. And um, the terrible thing about it all, of course, is that this is not a movie and this is not something that you're watching on Netflix and it's not something that is something that happened some time ago, but this is right now. It's real. And it's happened to our families, to our brothers and sisters, to our friends, uh, to our loved ones, and of course to us as a Jewish people, where we have been taken back to a time that we thought was long, long gone and long forgotten. Who thought that we would live through a pogrom? Who thought that we would once again see Jews being slaughtered because they're Jews? Who thought that we would see the terrible atrocities of the Nazis carried out by Nazis just perhaps of a different shade and in different gear and perhaps with a supposedly different agenda? But it's all the same, exactly the same. The Nazis of then coming through to the Nazis of today, um, and call them what you want by whatever code names they may have or any names that they come up with. This is pure Nazism, anti-Semitism, rabid, violent, beastly, um, in every sense of the word. And who thought that we would live through and that we would see a pogrom in our time, whereas we speak they're busy still finding more and more of the carnage, the damage, 
the destruction, the death, the brutality, the slaughter that um, these, you can't even call them animals, it's an insult to the animals, that these um, absolute uh, alien uh, Nazis carried out over this last weekend. And um, to say that we're unprepared, well, we were all unprepared. To say that we're all shocked, of course we're shocked, and that's why it is so difficult to address it, to speak, <coughs> to speak about it, to think about it, to mull it over in our heads, to try and come out with what our reaction should be and how we should be uh, blazing a trail forward, how we should be behaving, what we should be thinking, what we should be doing. And uh, perhaps today in this segment of uh, our HIFM show, we will spend some time, hopefully, unpacking a few thoughts, a few ideas, and as I said, unprepared, um, very much things that have been going on in my head, gleaned perhaps here and there from others um, as well, um, and of course everybody is discussing it, everybody's thinking about it, everybody's talking about it, and what do we actually do, and how do we actually react, and how do we behave, and it comes to mind right up front that immediately one has to be thinking that there is something so incredibly powerful about when this all happened. Um, it doesn't make it more pleasant about when it all happened, about the fact that it was still in the month of Tishrei. This is the month of Tishrei. This is the month of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shemini, Atzerasim, Chastorah, happening right at the end, the day when we're supposed to be dancing, where we're supposed to be celebrating, where we're supposed to be um, showing our love and affection not only for each other but for God and God for us, as we actually even mentioned last week on our show. And yet it was exactly at that time that these heinous acts were carried out, that the terrible mayhem and destruction that has led Israel to war was actually carried out by these heinous perpetrators. And... The fact that it happened in the month of Tishrei, the fact that it happened on that date, the fact that it happened, of course, in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz HaKodesh, in the Holy Land, the fact that it was directly targeted as at Jews and is now kind of in the minds of uh, the anti-Semites all over the world to uh, rise up and to think about, well, is this now free reign, free opportunity to vent your feelings, to... Uh, Get yourself uh, all riled up and uh, go for the one uh, usual scapegoat that has been there from time immemorial and to carry on the heinous um, uh, vitriol and uh, talk of uh, these terrible, terribly evil people. To carry that on and to think about it, it's hard to digest, it's hard to think about and therefore very difficult for us to really come to terms with what should we actually do. And it has been suggested that as Jews, we um, should be passive, and um, that's not Jewish. It has been suggested that some have said, uh, how can you be thinking revenge? Well, it's not about revenge. Um, and there are some who say, well, we can't just sit by and do nothing. And of course we can't. And there is a lot that we can do. And hopefully we'll unpack and explore and think about some very important things that 
as a Jewish community and as friends and as um, supporters of Israel and as um, people who want to stand up for what is right and what is good and what is correct and what is Jewish, um, that we should be thinking about and we should be doing right now and in the days, weeks, months, and year ahead. Get back to basics with Judaism 101 with Rabbi Michael Katz. So I'd really like to focus a little bit more on our reaction. What we should we be doing? Yes, and of course, our reactions are of disgust and of horror and a feeling of betrayal, a feeling of having been let down, and a feeling of uh, unreality, of uh, the fact that we never thought we would live through such an event in our lives. Um, and it brings back, as we said before, the uh, collective memory of the Holocaust, the collective memory of pogroms, of all of these things that were brought back. And of course, yes, these perpetrators had everything to learn um, from the history of exactly how you do it and how you seek out Jews and how you look for them and, uh, God forbid, um, do what they did. Um, they had good teachers. Um, going back to the Nazis, going back to the perpetrators of the pogroms, yes, the Crusades, yes, Gamal um, Niki and all his people, this was kind of followed the same kind of a blueprint. This is what you do. This is how you go about it. And you attack with uh, the most heinous uh, behavior. You attack innocent uh, children. You attack babies. You attack women. You attack men. You attack people who, strangely enough, were at a kind of a peace concert. You attack them too uh, just because they were there and just because, of course, in that realm, the majority of them were Jewish. Um, so what is our reaction? What are we supposed to be thinking? What are we supposed to be doing? And I think that um, it was very well put across by one of the speakers the other night at uh, the joint uh, prayer meeting that was held uh, right here at uh, the Yeshiva College campus. Um, and it was heartwarming to have that uh, unity of tefillah, of prayer, of coming together, of uh, learning something together, being together in uh, that kind of an atmosphere and hearing the things that we did here. And one of the things that struck a chord with me was the reaction of Aaron Akayan, of Aaron the high priest, when his sons were taken from him. And uh, what happened there, the Torah records, it says, Vayidom Aaron, that Aaron was silent. And of course, as was explained so well, that Aaron wasn't just silent. The silence was in reaction to something that, they, that there was nothing that he could do. There was nothing that he could do about it. He couldn't undo the death, untimely death of his sons. But what he could do was he could carry on doing the avodah. He could carry on doing what he had to do in the mishkan, in the tabernacle, in the Beit HaMikdash, in the temple. He could carry on doing what he was commanded to do. He was not commanded to find out the reasons. He was not commanded to question. He was not commanded to try and uh, rebel or to think about uh, what could he do to undo what had happened because there was no way that he could undo it. It was so definite. But there was a tremendous amount that he could do. 
and his mission statement had been given to him way before. Aaron Cohen had been appointed as the high priest and he had a job. He had something that he had to do. And in a sense, each and every one of us, like Aaron Cohen, bereft as we are, heartbroken as we are, stunned as we are, confused as we are, we have to go back to thinking about what is it that we are as Jews? What are we supposed to be doing? And that plan has never changed. That has never been different. That has never been different today than it was many years ago, than it was at the time of Aaron Cohen. It's the same plan. It's the same story. And that is our job. That's our role. That's what we've got to do. Number one, we need to remember that everything, everything that comes from Shamayim, that comes from heaven, can be and should be and must be influenced by us with the flavor that we can add to it and with the, um, as difficult as it is, as it is um, with the uh, prayers, with the learning, with the acts of mitzvot, the acts of goodness and kindness that we can and we must do, that's our job. That's what we've got to do. And right now we have a multiple different, many, many different roles that we have to fulfill as people who have lived to see this, um, in a sense. We are all like we were at the time of the Holocaust, in a sense, here. Um, we're all in inverted commas, survivors. And what do survivors have to do? Survivors have to not only tell the tale and not only recount what happened and um, the um, speak of the unspeakable acts that were carried out, but um, what survivors have to do is they have to carry on living for those who are not alive. We have to carry on doing for those who cannot do. And we have to carry on making sure that the whole world is far more influenced by the goodness that we can spread, by the kindness that we can spread, by the love that we can spread, by the um, general atmosphere of Torah, of mitzvot, of kedusha, of holiness. We have that within our power to bring that into the world. And right now, um, it is our job. It is our calling. It is what we need to do, and that is to bring more of that into this world, whether it's through our uh, putting on of our tefillin every day, if you're a guy, whether it's through the lighting of our Shabbat candles, if you're a lady, if it's through uh, giving charity, putting coins into a charity box, if it's through our limudat Torah, our learning of Torah, if it's through our prayers. Yes, of course, we need to still say Tehillim, and we need to still pray for the release of those captives, and we need to pray for the comfort of those who've been bereft, and we have to pray for the welfare of our soldiers, and we have to pray for the welfare of Israel. Of course we have to do all of that, yes. But back at the ranch, down below here, in our own uh, four amot of, um, of, of space that we each occupy, we need to make sure that we fill our space with goodness, that we fill it with kindness, that we fill it with positive energy, that we fill it with positive messaging, that yes, we fill it with simcha, we fill it with joy um, we've got an obligation for ourselves, for the world out there, for our uh, for, the, for, the, for those who've we, who, who we've lost and those who we're missing and those who've been injured and those families that need that comfort we need to ensure that we do not dare let the forces of evil overcome us, that we do not dare let those forces of negativity get to us in a way whereby we are 
stunted or we are stumped or we are unable to grow and we're unable to do anything. We have to. We have to move forward and we have to move forward in a positive fashion. We cannot dare allow ourselves to sink to the level of those who um, now find it fitting to um, start blaming and um, pointing fingers at security failures, at government failures, at the fact that um, uh, there was um, disunity, etc., etc., etc. That's not for now. Right now, our job is to create unity. If you feel that there was disunity, now's your job to create that unity. If you feel that there was a lack of anything in this world, now's your job to fix that, to fill that void, to fill that gap, and to shower the world, to flush the world with goodness, with kindness, with a positive attitude, with an energy that uh, goes far beyond ourselves and hopefully will be caught up by so many others out there who will be able to learn from it, will be able to ingest it, and will be able to actually help us to carry that message forward. This is our chance to stand up and be the kind of Jews that we need to be, that we always need to be. Um, it's an opportunity here to, in the face of this disgusting, despicable, and abominable behavior, to um, stand up and say, this is the way that we as Jews beha- do not behave. We don't behave like that. We be- this is our behavior. Our behavior is kindness. Our behavior is chesed. Our behavior, our behavior here is rachamim. No, I'm not talking about rachamim, any mercy for um, <clears throat> those heinous barbarians, perpetrators of these terrible things. Um, but we're not focusing on them in our realm. In our realm, that's for those who know a lot better how to deal with those things uh, to carry out and to do. In our realm, we need to daven. We need to pray. We need to ask God for the, to give strength to our soldiers. We need to ask God to give strength to our country. We need to ask God to give strength to uh, the men and women who are doing uh, the job that, uh, on behalf of all of us that they are doing, and to the families, of course, of those who are lost, missing, who have unfortunately succumbed to this terrible, terrible evil um, in a uh, most heinous fashion. We need to make sure that we are doing whatever we can to bring that about and to comfort and to help. And yes, of course, our charity. And yes, of course, our participation. And yes, of course, all the things that we need to do, that goes without saying. But right now, each and every one of us needs to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, this is what I am and this is who I am and this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a better Jew. I'm going to be a more committed Jew. I'm going to um, take my faith and make sure that my faith is not only unbreakable and um, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. Uh, um, it's 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 unbreakable. It cannot be thwarted in any way. It cannot be overturned. It cannot be cracked. Um, we are going to take our strength and we're going to take it all forward in the most positive fashion to the world out there to tell the world. The truth, because we are a people of truth. We have to share our truth with the entire world. Our truth is Torah. We need to share it with the world that the Torah is the Torah of truth, that 
the people of Israel and the land of Israel are here forever and they're here to stay and they're going to be stronger and stronger and stronger each day. And this is something that each and every one of us needs to stand up for and make sure that it is something that we spread far and wide. We've got to be very careful of the dissemination of negative uh, messaging. We've got to be very careful of reading everything. We've got to be very careful of sharing all of the negativity with our children. We need to make sure that we are not buying into one of the tactics today of the modern enemy is that uh, they have us all um, terrorized, not only by what happened, but but what happens afterwards with um, our access to their um, subliminal and sometimes not such subliminal messages. We've got to be very careful of where we pick up our news and where we read it, etc., etc., etc. It would do us all well to stay off those news channels for a while. What difference is it going to make? How much you know and how much you go back and how much you think and how much you look at. All it's going to do is bring about a pall of uncertainty, of difficulty, of negativity within ourselves. We need to boost ourselves with a positive energy. We need to boost each other with that positive energy. It was therefore so invigorating um, for all of us to have been present at that unity event the other night where um, we felt and we truly had that collective hug, um, our, our arms around each other and singing together and uh, davening together, praying together and uh, thinking together and being part of this wonderful, wonderful Johannesburg South African Jewish community, um, an honor and a privilege to be part of it and uh, to have felt that collective hug um, that that gave us all. And it inspired us and it enthused us to do the things that we need to do in our path going forward. And please, God, we should be able to um, do whatever we need to do in order to make sure that our world not only um, is awash with goodness and kindness, but that, in fact, um, it is the world that is now really, truly ready to greet Mashiach. May he come speedily in our time. Be back with you right after this. Get back to basics with Judaism 101 with Rabbi Michael Katz. Hi, and welcome back. Yes, of course, we're trying to get our heads around what we should be doing um, following the atrocities of uh, the last while. I think that one of the other things that we've got to bear in mind is that whatever we do from a positive energy point of view and from a spiritual point of view, and yes, of course, from a charity point of view, from its docker point of view, does directly benefit um, not only the world, but Israel per se as well. Because if we can help um, from a physical point of view, that is wonderful. If we can be davening and we can getting and we can get the uh, brachas that are in store for the Jewish people to be channeled in the direction of those who need them most right now in Israel and in the battlefronts and uh, the hostages and so on. If we can do all of that, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure not in yours either, that um, that positive energy filters through. It is so uncomfortable for anybody to feel and to know that they're totally alone. For us to keep on sending the message through our prayers and through our actions and through our positive energy that you're not alone, that we're together with you, that we're thinking of you, that we're doing whatever we can to create the right kind of 
um, spiritual atmosphere, not only in the whole world, but um, in Shamayim as well, that we're appealing to God to uh, bring about the salvation that he has continually promised. Um, it makes us think and, to re- and realize that we're perhaps just a little bit closer than we can ever possibly imagine to the coming of Mashiach, that um, this is... Um, we shouldn't have to go through these terrible things, but this is a catalyst of unity. It's a catalyst of uh, togetherness. It's a catalyst of uh, more tefillah, of more prayer, of more good actions, of more mitzvot. And uh, we hope that in Shamayim that uh, God is listening and that he responds in the way that we need him to respond, which is to say, I too am tired of this goddess. I too am tired of this diaspora. I too am tired of all the negative things that have happened in this world (coughs) and man's total inhumanity to man. This is something that is now going to cease. Mashiach is going to come and the whole world is going to be a place that uh, you and I and everybody of uh, sound mind and of uh, good morals and ethics and uh, people who just want to see goodness and kindness within the world, that hopefully we will uh, prevail and we will be um, um, stronger and we will be able to see uh, the Biat Mashiach, the coming of Mashiach, um, absolutely, essentially and immediately and right now because um, then we may have some kind of a way of looking back and understanding um, what has just happened to us, because otherwise it uh, seems to be completely and absolutely inexplicable. So let's take the words that were said to me personally by a little child on uh, Simchas Torah as we were dancing around the Bime in our shul <laughs> celebrating Simchat Torah um, just a couple of days ago where a child, I guess a child probably eight, nine years old, um, said to me, Rabbi, do you think that this war now is the beginning of the coming of Mashiach? And of course, our obvious reaction to that question has to be most definitely yes. It did inspire the children in our shul to um, really, in inverted commas, go for it with Simcha on Simcha's Torah. Because we said the more Simcha we can bring into the world will turn this world into a much better place. It will make this world a happier place. It will make this world a good place. And um, it certainly felt that way, at least at that time on Simcha's Torah. And now, hopefully we too can bring Simcha into the world. We can bring positive energy into the world. We can bring goodness and kindness into the world. And we can help to make sure that God delivers on his promise that Mashiach will come immediately. Be back with you right after this. Get back to basics with Judaism 101 with Rabbi Michael Katz. So I think the Jewish reaction right now needs to be one of more tefillah and prayer, more community. We need each other. We cannot be the islands that we thought we could be and certainly became a little bit during the COVID pandemic. No, we need each other. We need to lean on each other. We need to surround ourselves with positive people. We need to be in a positive environment. We need to pray together. We need to come together in prayer. And that needs to be done not just once off, but it's got to be done often. We need to get our communities back to 
minyanim regularly for everybody, that people are participating. We need to make sure that we have more Torah learning. Uh, there is a tremendous amount, but there are a lot of people uh, who are yet to feel and to know what it really means to attend a shir, to sit down and to learn some Torah with a chavah, with a friend, with a family member. And we need to make sure that that happens. We need to ensure that men put on tefillin every weekday. We need to make sure that women light Shabbat candles. We need to ensure that um, we are showing the ultimate um, kind of love for each other. We need to end arguments. There are too many nonsensical, stupid arguments that we become caught up in, and it just creates period. It creates separation, the kind of separation that unfortunately um, we um, have witnessed and seen all too often, and it leads nowhere, and it leads to no good, and it's so negative, and we need to end those arguments, we need to end those variables, and we need to get back to where we should be, um, each and every one of us, as Jews, as um, Am Yisrael, as the Jewish people. So we hope and we pray that um, the heinous and terrible events of um, this last weekend will be properly um, and thoroughly avenged by those who have the ability to do so. But in the meantime, as we prepare ourselves for um, the greatest chapter of the lives of the, of, of, of the world, um, the coming of Mashiach, we need to make sure that we have done this in the most positive fashion to do our job, to provide that backing, to provide the healthy body and the healthy framework for um, the intense surgery that has to take place to be able to be successful, that we can pick ourselves up as Am Yisrael, as the Jewish people, and we can move forward with great pride, that we have done everything in our power to make sure that Mashiach comes, that we are um, set on the right path in the right way to um, bring this world to a time of goodness, of kindness, and no more of the violence, no more of the hatred, no more of the negativity, but only good things in the future. So I want to wish you a great rest of the week, a great Shabbat up ahead. It is the Shabbat of Parshat Breshit. Yes, it is the time for new beginnings. Hopefully they'll begin uh, immediately with a new beginning um, in the ultimate sense of the coming of Mashiach. Wish you well. Take care. Be back with you, please, God, next week, same time, same place, on Judaism 101.9.